1: Hey everybody, welcome into to the Letterman Lounge. This is Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint, and we are definitely already having fun here because it's game it's week. It's game week. It's game week. Did anybody else it is goosebumps also game week. That? It's goosebumps ga- It's that? You know it's game week? Game week. Ohio State, Minnesota, Thursday night. Mm. You're going to want to come hang out at Roosters if you can't actually be in Minnesota like Berm and I will be. Jay-Z's jealous. Yes. Nicole Cox is jealous. Bobby Carpenter's jealous. We're going to be up there. The Buckeyes are finally kicking it off. I just, I can't wait. I've been waiting for normal football to return for now, what, two years? Last That's year doesn't true. count. Yes. I'm just forgetting all about it. It's real football with fans in the stands on Thursday night. Let's get it on.
2: Second place in the nation last year. You don't want well, to remember that? doesn't count? I, I mean, Scott I, Frost might not want it to count, and he might not want week zero to count either. But It does, though. It does. Those record, records are real. The games were won, and they were lost. Some were canceled. Yeah. This year, those will be forfeits. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We make the rules up as we go here. But we're Stop ready to testing. go. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're gonna have fans in the stands here
1: in You don't sound two that weeks. excited, Bob. You're just already focused on forfeitures, and trying to relive last <laughs> week.
3: I, zero, how does week zero happen? Isn't that just week one? I, it, it didn't ne- happen for number week, <laughs> neg- week negative one
2: will happen next year. They'll keep going <laughs> further ahead. Does just
3: keep going down.
2: I uh, I'm excited for when on the Buckeyes come back to Columbus. I don't like opening mm-hmm. the season on the road, and I really don't like opening it Thursday. And one of Thursday nights, fine. When we did in Indiana, was okay a couple of years ago. was that 2017 because it was closed. People could drive there. It was easy to get back and forth. No one's wanting to fly to Minnesota to get there. It's a difficult place to get to. And
3: That's what I heard. Yeah, Austin was just telling me about that.
2: Wear masks on planes. It's not, it's not a fun environment. We're not trying to go all the way to the Twin Cities. Now, if you were saying like, hey, you're going down to like Carolina or something, people might sh- – dovetail that in with a nice long weekend. weekend, that might be good. But nobody's trying to go to Minneapolis right now for
1: vacation. I, I thought, like it. I thought Bob was going to be excited for football. See, I'm excited. It Only gives in us the a shoe.
0: taste. It gives us a taste of like, okay, it's really here. And that way we can Wait, be super pumped out. If up I for the just let you
2: lick one of the wings, you're gonna want to eat the rest.
0: Yeah. So like And I will the yeah. following week, you no, know, no, like, that, that sounds terrible. Home, home game. It's
2: you have called greater... an,
1: it's called appetizer, Wait. Bob. Yeah.
3: Appetizer Tuesday.
1: Appetizer Tuesday App Cheesy, Cheesy bacon wedges. There we go. Mm. Two dollars tomorrow. Yes. Probably gonna be some specials on Thursday night in here. I don't know what they will be. Nicole. can, Nicole, can you yeah. talk well,
0: about that Well, for the game, I'm trying to think. I don't we just are we're switching to the Bud Light, Dollar ninety five. Oh, uh, snap. All, it's all of NFL football season, but it's every day, all day. So oh,
1: gosh. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. Yeah,
0: dollar 16 ounce drafts.
1: Ooh. Okay, so Nicole is actually excited. Bob is not JD,
3: are you? I'm <clears throat> excited. Yes. Um one that we can start doing shows where we're actually talking about games and and, and what we saw you know that that is nice to be able to come in on Mondays and and have that going but uh, you know football season of course is my favorite time of the year the fall I think is the best time of year that's the best season and uh, the Bucks are back so Thursday night I don't love the Thursday night but uh, hey we got football Thursday night and the Bucks are the only one on and, and we're gonna be watching it's gonna be great
1: that's beautiful yeah are you excited,
4: bro? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to, to go somewhere. I'm not excited to get to Minnesota. <laughs> He's
3: excited to get on a
4: plane. I, I, you know, I really I like planes. Minnesota. I don't like... I mean, it was fine when we were there before, but it was super cold. I'm
1: glad we're going there well, now, in now instead of, instead of yeah. November, um, but... I really play. expected more excitement for the start. Yeah, of well, I'm I am mean, trying. I try to give it to you. about honest, 50% you know? of the way there. I, this it. is Christmas. I don't know what you guys. Yeah. I mean, and guys, yeah let me be the same. One.
0: Let's remember last year we didn't have like all of us didn't have the choice to go to a game. You know? So
4: let's just be so grateful that this Maybe, is happening. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a cynic. I'm still waiting for someone to Maybe pull a rug. Maybe you're a cynic. I'm still waiting for somebody to pull the rug from <laughs> under my feet. And I'm like <laughs> waiting for Kevin Warren to call us and be like, hey, guys, by the way, I don't regret any of this, but we're canceling. Doing it again. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. I want it to happen before I get excited about. it. I'm
3: mean, just thinking about it. They're having a Thursday practice tomorrow, right?
4: World War Z could start tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's you know that's I mean?
3: wild. They're having a Thursday. Best, best Fridays in football. Yeah, best. On Wednesday. Yeah, it's nuts. So good for them.
1: I can't wait so that we get to see all this stuff that we've said. What are mm-hmm. the biggest questions?
4: You guys played in a Thursday night game against Marshall, right? Back? Nope. In- no, we were. Both that was th- the oh, year after. after our, yeah, that was 07. I Forgot. Yeah. Uh, I thought that
1: was like 2005.
4: Those years mm. are a blur. I'm really
1: glad that you brought this up. This was very helpful for you're, the show.
4: Those years are a blur for me. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yep. is it weird playing a game that's not on a Saturday? You know, I guess
2: in the NFL, you got, I got used to it. Cause, and then the bowl games, there's so much time. So whether the game's on mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, it's like you have no idea because you're on vacation, you don't have class, there's nothing else going there. I say vacation, like on location rather. Um, and so it, in the NFL, you get used to the schedules. In college, though, like you're literally programmed <laughs> – play the game, Sunday come in, films, workout, have a little practice, light practice, Monday off, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, best Friday, Like and then game. It's just every week. So to start the season off, I think it's a little bit different, but they can plan that week and go into it normally. What will be interesting to see is how Ryan's going to handle like this little kind of bye week for these guys right now because – you know, there's going to be some things that they saw that they liked. There'll be things that they saw that they didn't like. How much tweaking do you do? How much are you going to have the guys in here practicing? Do you want to go too hard? You know, it's, It'll be a balance to kind of figure mm-hmm. that out. And you don't necessarily want to overreact with that extra time because coaches, if you don't know this – their favorite thing to do is to overanalyze things. And when you give them extra days, yeah, they get real smart. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, (laughs) we did a lot of things at work. We got some new things that might be even better. Better. Because I was sitting there all day and I watched other games on Saturdays. like, let's run that. Let's run that. Let's run that. And then all of a sudden you're like, Sunday, we're practicing. Where where will this come from? Why aren't we just doing what we did before?
4: The good news is they didn't watch any football this past weekend that they were like, we should do that because that was was week zero. (laughs) You're not going to borrow a lot from from the the definition. definition, Scott Frost? Mm. You kind of look like Scott Frost. Are you going to go for him as in Halloween? Oh, he could. you could as a fire as a
2: as a future yeah. just, fired coach.
1: Yeah, just oh. put like a huge flame on your butt.
3: <laughs> he's pretty hot. Scott is Brown. it hot down there?
1: <laughs> Scott Frost. Pretty. About,
3: it's, it's getting warm. It's not warm. They came out before the season. And said he's fine. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Product of sun. Then
1: the that, season started. That's what well, Illinois. I
3: mean, there. they're on the they're on the rise, right?
1: Yeah, sure. They might be a great three win <laughs> team. Um, let's get away from those teams that are re- irrelevant to the one that is the most relevant. Yes. Um, we spent all off-season talking about questions, waiting for answers. Which one do you want answered most on Thursday night? What are you looking forward to see with our Buckeye leaves as the food comes out from roosters? <clears throat> Nicole? What are you looking for on Thursday night?
0: So I'm really excited to see Thayer Mumford and his new position, you know, left guard. And just because I'm so impressed by this kid. He wasn't, you know, highly recruited. And now he's wearing, you know, the Blocko patch just because he exemplifies just – all the Ohio state culture and being a leader. And I'm just really excited to watch him out there. I think that he's on a high pedestal. I think a lot of people are, but I'm really excited for it.
1: Yeah. Got that blocko honor over the weekend. Yes. He can't wear the TIG because he's playing on the offensive line. Yeah, So that's unfortunate. But he's got the block. O patch. And obviously that, uh, has a trickle down effect at Dewan Jones, we talked about that throughout camp. We'll be playing at right tackle. It's and Brian a- day said that a- he's going to be a <clears throat> he missed a lot of time in camp. I think we, I buried the lead
2: there. Yeah, I mean, those guys, they were <laughs> rotating a lot of guys through, and, um, you know, it wasn't the biggest deal in the world. So th- they've got, I would anticipate they'll probably play seven or eight offensive linemen, mm-hmm. kind of rolling through that first group, assuming the game affords them that op- opportunity and ability, which I feel like it will. I think it'll be close ish, but I don't think it's early on. But I don't think it's going to be something where you're going to be hanging on every snap. And so <laughs> if they're Mumford, you know, great player, excited to see him. He's back for his, what, sixth year? Sixth year, why not? Five, five. Yeah. Yeah, five? He, just, he just went mm-hmm. all the way
1: through. It didn't take the, the only one
2: measures. that took the sixth year is Perm's guy, Mr. Demario McCall. Antoine just, Jackson also is a sixth in.
1: year player, oh, Okay, so all right, two that. guys and scattered over three different schools. Along uh, yes. for Antoine Jackson, it's a little bit
2: different, but uh, Demario has been here, Super Demario has been here forever, just a lot, a wealth of experience. What I'm gonna be watching, Thank you know, because they're going against a team that can really run the football well, mm. and Muhammad. Ibram, Ibram, I mean, I've heard it pronounced different ways. I'm not exactly sure the way that we should go with that. Talented running back, probably the best returning running back in the Big Ten. Now, at the end of this season, I don't know if I'll still say that he's the best, but coming in, you have to obviously afford him that opportunity, given what he did last year and that this running back room is a little bit more unproven. But they're going to try to run the football. Inexperienced linebackers, guys, guys who haven't had a lot of on-field time, how are they going to roll those guys through? You know, Ryan was talking today, you know, you've got – Oh, goodness. Kayvon Pope, um, Taraja Mitchell, Tommy Eichenberg, uh, Dallas, Co- Dallas Gantt, Cody Simon. Uh, even said, you know, uh, Steele Chambers is going to get out there. I think you'll probably see combinations of all six of those guys in the game. And I think they'll probably end up playing a lot throughout the season, assuming they all warrant the the ability to stay on the field by through production. I was going to play them all. And so watching how they fill up the run. Because they, if, if they're able to slow that down, it's going to be a long hmm. day for the Gophers, and I think that they will. I think this this defensive back seven is going to be pretty good, at filling it up and doing a much better job fitting the run than they did before. Uh, so I'm excited to see that and just to watch those young linebackers develop.
1: Wow, Bobby chose the linebackers. All right, I, I would have expected that. I didn't expect that he didn't care about football returning this week. That's pretty weird. <laughs> Jay Z, what are you looking for? Also, uh, I'm going to guess <clears throat> C J. Stroud.
3: That, that's on top of the list. Uh, just because I caught it a few weeks ago, mine Williams, to get in the start okay. here on Thursday night. I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what he's going to come out the gate looking like because I think it will be, I don't want to say run heavy, but I think they will use that run to set things up early on to see, you know, where that offensive line is, if they can control the uh, line of scrimmage, that sort of thing. So I expect a big first quarter out of him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody else and myself, CJ Stroud, I mean, it's going to be our first real chance to see him. I got to see him in the spring game a little bit, but... You, know, you kind of throw that out the window. So, I mean, I'm excited to see uh, how, how how in control he looks, you know, at the line of scrimmage. Is he making checks? Are they going to allow him to do that? Are they going to take some of that off his plate and just say, we're going to call these for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just go with it. Or, hey, you get up there and you see something, you you're, you got the ability to change it. Um, you know, and I just want to see him air it out a little bit. You know, I think with that run, we're going to do some play action over the top, get these receivers, you know, the ball in their hands. I'm just excited to see how he commands that offense. And, you know, I think you'll have a great night. Like Berm said, we're not up there in November. It's going to be decent weather. It should be anyways, yes. uh, you know, playing in an outdoor stadium. So I, I, I'm just excited. Football's back. I was, I was excited. Football's I back. It's, it's you're on, great.
1: You're on the same page as me, Jake. Yeah. I love that. Berm, I think, is going to say true freshman that play.
4: Ah. <laughs> False. Wrong. But I do want to know from you. For a quarterback who's never thrown a pass in a college game, what is going to be the <laughs> first pass? Is it going to be one of the bubble screens? Is it going to be a little pop pass? Are you asking kind of, what he would prefer? It I to want be? to know from a quarterback going into a game for the first time, knowing that you're going to throw the ball for the first time on the road in the Big Ten. Are you wanting to take a deep shot? Or are you trying to find something that just gets you comfortable in rhythm? Like, do you want to come out and? make I, I,
3: a I like coming out and a little play acting over the top. I mean, kind of like McCord did in the spring game when his first throw just letting it fly. Uh, you know, you, these receivers that we have. I would feel comfortable throwing the ball to most of any of them because whether it's going to be a good ball or not, whether they're going to catch it or not, they're going to at least fight for me, you know. So if I put one up there, let it fly, they're going to at least knock it down to the ground. You got to imagine. Um, I, I like that idea, you know. The bubble screens, and I, you know, I think back to those. Sometimes you get a little quick because you want to get things out, and that's maybe not necessarily the easiest throw.
4: And you throw it two yards behind the line
1: of
3: scrimmage. Yeah, or you, you, you know, a lot of Yeah, you throw it, you throw it chaos on the back it's hip, it's and all used. of a sudden they drop it, and you know, it's you're scrambling for the ball in the backfield. There's chaos everywhere. Mister yes. Cynic
1: over here is worried about ah. a first play fumble and doesn't care about football. Uh, okay, so for me, <laughs> but, what I'm but I like to. just a happening? five
3: to seven step drop. Let him make his read and let him go with it. I, I don't think it has to be anything special or easy.
4: Well, I'm looking forward to. It maybe not looking forward to it, I'm looking for validation of the hype that we've heard about Zach Harrison, about Javante Jean-Baptiste, about Josh Proctor, these guys in the defensive uh, side of the team that are, we're kind of waiting for them to be those dudes, to be the superstars, and I'm waiting to see if all the, the hype is real, uh, especially on the defensive line because to me with the linebacker questions and, and even today Taraja Mitchell acknowledged, they hear the questions, they know the, why they're there. Uh, I, I want to see that defensive line specifically be the the difference in the game. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see a healthy Tyreek Smith, a aggressive Zach Harrison, and I want to see someone opposite Haskell Garrett, whether <laughs> it's Teron Vincent or Antoine Antoine Jackson or Ty Hamilton, prove that they can be that guy with with Haskell all year. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, and after, I mean, I'll just complete the set on defense. That after listening to all the stats and what happened, what Explanations, excuses, whatever with what happened with the pass defense last year. Seven banks, Cameron Brown, Josh Proctor, uh, Lathan Ransom, and then you know we'll see how they mix and match with mm-hmm. Bullet or, or spot five, whether that's Court Williams, whatever.
2: We'll see. The young corners are really good. They're going to play.
1: Yep. Denzel Burke got his mm-hmm. black stripe off. He's played well. Ryan Watts had that pick in the spring game. All this stuff. Like we get to stop talking about potential yes. and production and get to break that down next week. So I'm really excited for that too. Uh, the key development though on Monday. Nicole, as our resident fashion <clears throat> expert, Ryan Day said, the beard will be gone. Oh, superstition! Can't he, I think he will, he rocks a good beard?
3: He's got but a he solid
1: beard, but he doesn't want to take it in. He doesn't want to coach with it. What's I mean? Should be concerned about
0: this? Ah, uh, guys, I don't know. I'm a pretty superstitious person, okay. so oh no, but really, but I don't think I feel. <laughs> yes, you know that. I, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like he should shave it because it could just. If you're going to start the season with it, then he's going to have to keep it, and things could start to look really bad. Ooh. So you
4: oh. can always get the trim. As that's fast good. as, I mean, his, as, fast trim as, as up. his grows, I don't <laughs> think that's a problem. Okay. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little a little stitious, st- <laughs> <little> semi-stitious. semi-stitious? <laughs> I am a little stitious, and I think it's funny that the guy clearly prefers to have a beard because every time it's not football season, he grows one instantly. So why not just keep it? Keep it mm-hmm. year round. The year-round. He said he's
2: opening with a conference game,
4: so that's also. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe if they were opening with Kent State, he would have, you know, given it a shot. But to
1: so build a little winning streak, confidence with the beard. Yeah. I mean, what's to be scared of? It's a quality beard. It is. It's it very quality. It looks he's never, great.
2: He's never lost a regular season game though, bare So he's only.
1: Coach. But he's also undefeated with the beard.
4: I'm trying to think. Michigan State in 2018, <laughs> he had the beard during that game. Did I think he? That's the only one he's had it. Really? Yeah.
1: But
3: he was. That's the crazy field. that you know that.
4: Well, it I, is. I just remember taking. That is hey, insane. This it, is the kind of. This is the and stuff you get here you was, in yes, the Letterman, Letterman Lounge, baby. When you're, when you're <laughs> on the field every game and you see the coaches walking around, I remember taking a photo of him in Urban, and Ryan had a beard that day. It was terrible weather because we were in East Lansing, and that's all you can get there. So uh, I remember that was the only time I think he had
1: the beard for a game.
4: Well,
3: I'm a beard guy. Austin, you're a beard guy. Got to have the beard. Got to
1: have it. it. It's it's important. Bring
3: it. Grow it all it's season, too and too have just hanging. Have it hanging at yeah, the end like of the year. I'd Love to see. It. I mean, don't no. don't get top it. Yeah, top if
0: it cry. was like this past weekend, it'd be too, too hot. hot for the beard. It Was so hot yesterday.
2: Too hot for the beard. You know how hot it'll be at noon next week. So hot. so hot. Well,
1: everything comes out the top, not the side of the face. That's why no. I finally got a haircut. Yeah, there you so go. Like, yeah, it looks good. The heat, but like fresh beard. Beard doesn't make me hot.
2: Make your cheeks sweat.
1: Come on, that's that's what the. Highest sauce level is four.
3: Make mm. it mm. That will do. That. It will make <laughs> it sweat. We've seen it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Nicole has two things that she has to cover before she goes. Yes. Obviously, we're back in the season, so she's going to make a prediction. Mm-hmm. Yes. And number two. The Roosters Bowl trip is about to start. Yes, Weekend so Give the guys, details. just as
0: exciting as football starting. Yes. Last year we didn't even get the chance to do this. Right. So the Roosters back. Bu- yep, the Roosters Buckeye Bowl trip giveaway is back. So we're giving away twelve trips for two. Um, each week is a new week to win. So we start a fresh slate every week. You can register once a day. Um, we just tell everyone, like, get on there. We people actually win. Like we take twenty four people. <laughs> it's it's a real. We can Contest. two years at the festival, it's we got awesome. to see
1: real people yep. and yes make their hands.
0: that was so fun wasn't it <laughs> yeah. and people were so excited yeah, we did to a be practice there report with them. and it's just it's a great experience it's a once in a lifetime experience everyone has enjoyed it that has gone on the trip and we are just we feel so thankful to be able to do it to offer it again this year so it started today so everybody just go to our website roosterswings.com it's the very first thing that'll pop up and register to win awesome
1: Dallas or Miami, potentially there for the college football playoff. Two mm-hmm. great choices. Mm-hmm. Want, yes. Go hang out for free and to watch the Buckeyes. Yes. A huge game.
3: Yes. I'm getting on.
1: They have to start with a win against Minnesota if they're going to get to that point, though, Nicole. So mm-hmm. it's your prediction time. We'll have these guys do that later on when we close out the show, but... Everyone waits all year because you get them right every week.
0: Guys, I, now that's where I'm getting a little superstitious. Like, what did I do last year to get <laughs> good predictions? But I'm going to say 17 to 35 Buckeyes. And I know that's like giving Minnesota a lot to, you know, score. But I, I don't know. That's just what I'm going with.
3: I like it. It covers the spread. Not bad. So that's key. That's, that's what Vegas 14, will be. 14, I, I didn't even check the <laughs> spread. I think it was 14.
2: 13 and a half. Was maybe Is it down maybe, at 13? Maybe it crept up. It was 13 I'm, and a half. I'm well, I not a betting man, but I would
1: take them out of that number. No, no doubt. Oh, yeah. that's, that's No uh, diggity. Which side? <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh. You
1: can't just say you're going to take that.
3: <laughs> I got it. I'll take that. I'm going to put it all on it. That's, Follow not, me. Even a,
4: that's not a prediction. <laughs> I'm going to put all my I, money I, on it. I think that's a good number. <laughs> Follow me for
1: your betting advice. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Take it. <laughs> take, <laughs> take, that, more take that number. Whatever you, you do, with it. bet on that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weird early. You can tell that the energy yeah. is up. We're going to let Nicole go back to her day job. Going to come back with more Letterman Live. It's a fun, casual joint All right, welcome back into Letterman Lounge. Berm is diving right into the mm. cheesy bacon wedges. What do we think?
4: Yeah, get those people. Do it. Get those tomorrow. That's oh, you that's, know what? Get those today <clears throat> and pay full price and for. Come it. back
1: and get it for two dollars <laughs> on Tuesday. Yeah. That's a great suggestion. Um, Berm, you are, you were asking Jay Z about this with breaking in C.J. Stroud for that first time. He's had now about a week and a half to put his stamp on the team and. Jay Z, the thing I heard most from the Ohio State wide receivers last week was how, you know, obviously it didn't just happen in the middle of August. Like, oh, this guy's the starter. Mm-hmm. It was building over time. How much they raved about the catchable ball. And you were talking about, you know, can- catchable ball. Yeah. And I don't really know what that means because <clears throat> I'm not a receiver. ball you can catch. Well,
3: it's a ball that's in the air that you are able to catch. It's a literary
4: term.
1: The fact that they could make plays, they felt like that. This wasn't a game manager situation and, mm-hmm. like, they just picked a guy that wasn't going to go out there and mess it up. They, there are people extremely excited about what C.J. Stroud can do. And I, I have felt like, whether it's on this show or any anywhere else, like we spent so much time talking about, well, how could Kyle McCord or Jack Miller make this race competitive that we didn't focus on what was making C.J. Stroud really good in the leader the whole way through.
3: Yeah, we, we definitely didn't. I mean, we got to come up with things to talk about. We just can't talk about <laughs> C.J. every day. But, uh, no, I mean, you love hearing that. I mean, a catchable ball in my head is just, you know, I think back right away to Ryan Mallett. You remember Ryan Mallett? Yep. The guy had a freaking gun, right? I don't think he threw a catchable ball right. a lot most of the time.
1: Well, you know, he just threw, it, he people, threw yeah. it too hard. Not a lot of people caught balls.
3: Well, yeah. But, I mean, I-, I love hearing that. I love the receivers coming out now that they can talk about him. You know, say, hey, listen, we love having him here. He's not going to be a game manager. And we thought that back in the day when Olave comes back, right? You're losing Justin Fields. You could go be a top, you know, first-round pick. You decided to come back. You must have seen something out of that kid that you were, you really liked and that you were looking forward to playing with him. Um, on, on top of wanting to get better and and all that sort of thing, but it wasn't like he was coming in saying, "Man, we're going to be a running team next year." I'm going to come back and get bigger and stronger so I can go to the league. Like he expected the offense to be, uh, you know, really not miss a beat. So that's the thing. We haven't really seen him. That, that's why I'm excited for Thursday because that's going to be our first, you know, real time to see him in action and, and see what he has and see him throw the ball and see. You know what he's able to do. So you hear all the glowing things from the receivers. We thought he was gonna be the guy. It's here. Now you gotta go out and do it. I mean, it's uh it's it's big time. Big time Bob.
2: Yeah, I mean to me it's it's the placement, it's the arc. And and there's certain guys with the revolutions of how they throw the football. Uh you know, just the spin rate and all those things like it kind of oh. factors in you put in this bucket and you watch guys like Justin said, the fastball pitchers that can throw, you know, a ball a bazillion <laughs> miles an hour. Then you have guys like Drew Brees who throw a mm. terrific ball. You know Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, like they can throw hard, but they don't throw as hard They'll as they can yep. every time. And they're able to flip it and they drop it in there. And so it's a lot easier to handle as opposed to something that looks like it's coming there to try to take your head off. So you know, he's got that touch and that's a really important thing for a quarterback to be able to have that touch and put it where it needs to be, especially for those interior balls. We're sculpting it sometimes over the linebacker mm-hmm. in between levels and, you know, watching cj he's done a good job of that you know and all those guys do but cj does particularly he's done a really good job of it comes with confidence of knowing your receivers how they like the ball where they want it you know on their front or back or whatever it is mm-hmm. and, and seeing the same picture as they do as well so
3: you know, a lot of times that'll be based on the route they're running, knowing where, all right, man, it's going to make it easier on him if I put this ball here based on where the defender's at. You know, that's where, I mean, Peyton Manning threw the ugliest ball of all time, right? <laughs> but if it wasn't on the spot every damn time, you know, I mean, or very close to anyways, yep. you know, so that that's what it means. It's just There's a catch radius for these guys, where the defender is, where they're running, what's happening in the play. Apparently he's doing a lot of good things and putting it in that catch radius where they're able to go up and make plays.
2: And I just have a hard time envisioning a scenario tonight or Thursday night where Ohio State doesn't have a lot of success throwing the football when they choose to. I think they'll probably mm-hmm. try to balance it up a decent amount. But the only issue you typically have, if you have elite receivers and a quarterback you think is pretty talented, is protection up front. And this offensive line's been really good, and they're, they're big, and they're physical. And outside of them, maybe just blowing protection. So I don't think it's going to be the case because they have guys up there with a decent amount of experience. You're, going to, those guys are going to have plenty of time. And mm-hmm. there's no way as a quarterback if you are going to give a guy four seconds with oh, these gosh. receivers, nobody is going to be able to cover them. it will be but like seven good. on. it it'll be
3: like seven on seven. It really
2: will. <laughs> I mean, it really will. And so that's what people. It kind of reminds me a little bit when Dwayne first took over, and everyone's like kind of worried. I'm like, Dude, I watch this guy throw the football. I know they're going to be able to protect them really mm-hmm. well. It's not even going to be close.
4: I think it's Dwayne and Justin that has given people the sense that CJ is a game manager because those guys were so dynamic throwing the football. Uh, Dwayne was so good just as a natural passer. Justin was so next level as far as the way he threw the ball plus Mm -hmm. his athleticism. And I think so this is like the comparison is the thief of joy type of situation where you're like, okay, he can't be that good, right? And I I think I was guilty of that probably myself thinking like he was a, a step below those guys, which is reasonable. They're first-round picks in the NFL. Um, but then I saw him throw the ball a lot this summer during the Ohio State recruiting camps and the indoor sessions that they had afterwards. And what you saw was a kid that could throw the ball 65, 70 yards in the air without a problem and putting it right on the spot that mm-hmm. he wanted to put it And And it was one of those things where I don't think – I mean, you were there too. We were like, okay, that – that was way different than I thought it was going to look like when he threw that ball. Like Kyle McCord, I'd seen throw it deep. I knew what he could get, you know, as far as you know, velocity and, and RPMs down the field. But I didn't know that CJ had that in him. Throwing and, balls deep with it, yeah, gotcha. yeah. And I didn't think he could go that deep, but then he he did. They can, all go deep, and it was effortless. You know, there was it wasn't even hard.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, at this level, that's what you get. I mean, all these guys are going to be able to get the ball down the field. I think a lot of it is what Bob was talking about. I'll bring it back on the tracks. Uh, is the offensive sure? line and uh, Bob hasn't asked <laughs> if he was going to show any growth yet on Thursday, and uh, uh, that's, that
1: would have brought us full circle. The, the protection with a young quarterback—that's
3: that's what you got to have, and that's that.
2: And which brings me to my next point is Austin <laughs> teed me up. The showers versus growers. I mean, you've seen guys now in practice, right, and seen these guys, and like outside of the returning starters, you know what they are. It's guys who, hey, who are going to be the guys that really come grow throughout the season, the guys that are ready to show out on Thursday night. They put in the time. Some of these guys will shrink. They get a little nervous. <laughs> they shrivel up under the the bright lights of a Thursday night, a primetime game, who are going to be your guys that are going to grow under that pressure and be able to go out there and really put it together. And I think the way they train these guys, you have a lot of guys that are prepared because they make practice so hard. It's so mm-hmm. competitive all the time. These guys come in. They recruit highly competitive guys who they want to win every rep. And you build that in. A game games are easy then relative to
1: practice. Yeah, Thursday's really you know the climax of all that work. So you want to – I just wonder for you guys, you Bob, you talked about Dwayne Haskins you, uh, ready to go. He's going to have protection. He had the weapons. It was going to be no problem. Justin Fields, you guys, throughout your career, like you saw what people did in training camp, but there's got to be some element where you're like, all right, was well, this going to really translate to a Thursday night or a Big Ten game? Like, I don't know, defensive guys pe- taking off the helmet, maybe peeking out there to see what they could do. Like, how did you – Handle that when it was a first-time starter and the curiosity of this guy's going to lead the team?
2: Well, I think you have confidence in it, especially at a school like Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State is clearly the best team in the Big Ten. The presumptive favorite to win, presumptive college football playoff team. They have a slew of NFL players. And you gain the confidence, I guess, by going against guys in practice. (laughs) And you see them like, well, I know how good these guys are and I know how good we are, or maybe they know how good we are, whatever it is. It's like if they can have some measured success, you feel pretty good about it because the guys they're going to be playing against aren't going to be nearly as good as our guys. And so that's what you have at Ohio State. It's like, well, my matchup on Saturday or Thursday night in this case isn't going to be as difficult as the one mm-hmm. that we're facing right now. And that gives you like this warm blanket where I'm going against Nick Mangold, you know, or you've got Anthony Gonzalez mm-hmm. Antonio Holmes and Tony running Tony Holmes, there. It's yeah. like their receivers aren't as good <laughs> as these guys. Right. So if we can cover them reasonably well and have success with it, I'm pretty certain that we can take care of it on Saturday. And like the, the 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 reverse of that is true. Like, hey, if we can run the ball against them and or do something here or there, like, okay, we know that they're pretty good. So that gives us that confidence and ability to execute.
4: Was there a player as you guys went back to your careers who was really good in practice that then sucked on the in the game? Can, I,
2: can <laughs> you consider can you consider spring game
4: practice? Yeah. Bam
3: No, James. bam. I mean that is well, let's not say I mean Bam was a player.
4: Bam dropped balls ball. games.
3: I love. Bam. He was my leading receiver. You can't talk about Bam that way. My <laughs> sophomore year, that, that
4: was my go-to guy. Oh my, How
3: dare you? Maybe, yeah. Maybe
4: "sucked" just too harsh a word, but, but I'm, he used I'm to. He used word. to have some
3: spring games. Though. <laughs> I will give Bob it, that.
4: I mean, but what was it in practice that he was doing? That didn't translate to the field, like when the, when the bright lights came on. What? Oh, uh, well, I'll it, tell you this much: what was
3: the spring games? Game? They used to let us throw the damn ball, yeah. <laughs> and then we get into the regular season, and it's hand off, hand off, play action pass. At least my so- our sophomore. I year. wonder
4: why they didn't let you talk to the media.
2: Too. <laughs> well, I think part of yeah. it is too, especially the position of like receiver. If you're a, you get like the drops, you get in your own head, and you drop mm-hmm. one, and then yeah. like you're chasing that thing the rest of the game. Yeah. Jamar chasing that Jamar chase thing. exactly. can quick you. <laughs> You know, we give you literally the easiest throw and catch, Burn, <laughs> yeah. and we still somehow don't get that done. And so, I
1: maybe, wonder if not playing football for a year was a good move. He's burrowing himself a hole on oh,
2: the
3: depth. Ooh, me—that's
2: that's pretty, me. uh, pretty good, right there, Big Dog. I appreciate that, Burn. <laughs> but I guess you just kind of look at that and you see like opportunities and. Some guys like get nervous.
3: It might be a little more free in the springtime, you know, playing more free.
2: I'm trying to think of maybe someone on the defense that that was like that, that seemed to play well, because I guess the only way on defense you could really blow it is like not getting checks. You get locked in on stuff, or guys overrun angles. You know that they get they get so worried. Like I was gonna, I was gonna outrun me. I'm like you don't get outrun in practice, so why would you take that angle and let them cut back on you? It's just some you know people that get so hyped up, and I think part of it the thing they do so well at Ohio State right now is they train these guys so hard to where every rep, and like, every day, it feels like a game. So, literally, you get to the game, like
3: – Yeah, they is, take a deep breath, like, oh, yeah. all right, here we go. We can go – we can handle this. Which
4: makes <laughs> <mix laughs> not going to be yelling at me. <laughs> now, <dude. laughs>
1: yeah.
4: And I don't think it's an apples-to-apples comparison, but, I mean, it was brought up today. You know, it's on the road. It's against a Big Ten West opponent. People are like, oh, this is – some people are trying to say it's reminiscent of the Iowa game and Purdue game. And, oh, geez. Are you really going to try
1: to put it's, that evil on them? It's game one. It's
4: not even close to those situations. Not even but close. I, Ryan Day still made it a point to say this team is aware that they can lose this game on Thursday. It's not a traditional season opener where the chances of losing. That you can never lose. Right, that you can't (laughs) lose. This is a game you could lose for any number of reasons. Not a a huge number of reasons, but two or three things could go horribly wrong where you're like, okay, crap, we just crapped our pants, right? Plane
2: crash. Right. No one's allowed to play (laughs) the game. That's a forfeiture now under the rules. Because if anyone would have tested positive for COVID on the plane, then that would be (laughs) viewed as a COVID. That'd be we
4: do not approve of any discussion. Regarding that potential virus,
1: you know, well, on this show. I thought he was going to be more <clears> concerned, <throat> concerned with his fear of flying. Flying, yes. Brought up a plane crash before My he has to get in the air. My dad massive.
2: My dad hates flying. He used to throw up every every game they traveled. I can't drink on a plane.
4: Why? I don't know. It's just it helps. It, I, I can't. Control. Well, they took
3: that away, didn't they? Yeah. yeah well, number you're not allowed to have fun you, no, I
4: mean, think can, you, I think you are. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Well, I we don't know. I don't know anything about that. We don't travel first class, ESPN, Bob. You know, we uh. I just don't drink on planes, and I probably should. What a but a mistake! I just don't yeah. like. It. How about before the? Plane? Before, yeah, they sell uh, beers they in the call airport. That tailgating. You guys me. do
3: road beers. You should do airport yeah. beers. No,
4: no, 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 no. I think
1: it's just better for me if I don't. There's no scenario where a beer doesn't help. You're right. Even in a football game. That's the only time that I don't drink. Actually, that's really ironic. But <laughs> when
2: you're what, watching or playing,
1: well, he's working. I'm obviously not playing football, Bob. <laughs> But when <laughs> I'm covering a game, I don't drink. So that's the only thing. He's time. on the clock. Once I'm done. I one time. His boss is back here. like
4: a decade ago. To, it was <laughs> a night game at Ohio State. I, it was the Nebraska game in 2012. And I just, it was some friends tailgating down here, and I got down early. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just come do tailgate and have like three beers. I was so dehydrated by the time the game ended. Yeah. And all I do is Were walk around. Were you sweating? Yeah. But I was you know, I carry a lot of camera equipment. I'm walking around. I'm mm. out, and, and plus, I almost got like my. ACLs wiped out that night by, who was it? Dehydration. I, Is that a real... Plus, the Buckeye scored 63 points that night, so the it. the band was, like, in my ear the whole time. I left with a... What, what does that I have left, to do
3: with you being drunk left, after three
4: I beers? I left with a... I assume it had to do with the beer. <laughs> it's because
1: you quit drinking. Crazy if <laughs> we have <laughs> been drunk after three beers at the Roosters Golf Course, it have uh, been... Oh, I assume...
4: <laughs> I had somebody ask me about
3: that. I
1: did
4: ass- to go yesterday? I assume I was dehydrated because of the three beers. I
3: heard you on the radio.
4: Maybe that was your body say, craving continued. I don't know. That. And then the the the... Banned in my ear all night. I left with such a migraine that night. It was wild,
1: man. Tough. Poor preparation. Oh, hey,
4: who was? Let it? me They're ask you this. Since we, did, we just, it was
1: hydration is the key ignored, to success.
4: Ignore yeah. the well. That it was shit. Joshua Perry. He almost took my knees yeah. out that night. Well, Josh, night. I mean, did you jump
3: over him on the sideline? A lesser athlete would yeah, have been it, taken <laughs> out.
4: I mean, I, I believe me. I rode the guy out of bounds. <laughs> it's good. Hey, get your hands down. for yeah, hands down. Yeah.
2: Retreat the feet. Punch. Not this. I did it into him. You check the tape.
4: I would love to
3: see that.
2: Concern level for you, the fact that Ohio State returned a uh, portion of their allotted visitor
4: tickets.
3: Mm. Not a good crowd? Thursday night.
4: I mean, that that's certainly unsettling and, and un- abnormal for Ohio State, who, which normally is the best traveling team in the region without question. But as you said, who the hell wants to go to Minnesota? Concerned for you that there's still a large portion of tickets left for the
3: Oregon, or, Oregon game. I just saw that.
4: Those will sell, I, I reckon. Well,
3: that's only a week and a half away.
4: And again, I think a lot of people are waiting for the other shoe to drop on some of this stuff. Like, okay, what what's going to change between now and next? I tell Friday? you, I tell you Friday night that you have to wear a mask in your seat right. the whole time. And I think yeah. I, I think that there's a concern about that for people. Plus, these tickets are getting outrageous. One hundred sixty dollars for Oregon. You know, outrageous expensive. What? One hundred sixty bucks
2: per, per ticket. That's it. That's it, Coach. To watch what pop. Oh, I was, pro- no, I was selling pro- yeah, that's, 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 that's face. face value. Yes, First, yes. That's, okay. Right. A secondary. <laughs> scared muscle. me there. Yeah. A seat and C deck. Okay. Like, that's it, the problem for not good seats. I think the. Uh, uh, probably another beat down, by the way. Too. Yes, probably.
3: The, Although, Reese Davis says we're going to get beat. Yeah. I've
1: seen, nailed high um, nailed <laughs> right now. Um, I, I mean, a, attendance issue with or without COVID, this is already an issue that Ohio State and everyone else in the country having to, to handle. Or so I don't,
2: everyone else in the country. Or
1: so everyone else, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Is it a concern that they return tickets on the road? It, it's a, um unusual for Ohio State to do that. But, but it's a it's, Thursday night in Minnesota. It's very different. You just don't, don't know Labor if there's going to be yeah. travel restrictions and any of that stuff.
4: School's but, already started for everyone around here. It's a weird
3: time. Yeah. It's hard hard to get out and hard to travel.
4: Are you it's, concerned a, about it's a hard it? place to get to also. Yeah, and I'll be more
2: concerned if I see Oregon and it's not full, right. fill, which I do not anticipate it being 100% capacity. Really? After seeing this, Minnesota... It's expensive, it's tough to fly <coughs> there. It's a Thursday night, it's Labor Day weekend. Like you're going to take off Thursday, Friday and then the whole weekend. Some people can't even do that for work. They won't right. let them butt up to against the holiday weekend. I just don't I don't think that Minnesota, that Oregon will be sold out. Hmm. And that's for the big time, probably the biggest game that will take place in Ohio Stadium this year. Yeah. That's a little concerning. Didn't
3: help that as a noon kickoff.
4: Well, talk to the, no, I the Broadcast. I partners. wish I could. <laughs> yeah, we we're not I'll bet you not allowed to have any input there. A chicken there. Salad at Roosters? That game is sold out to capacity. Um,
3: Ooh, uh,
2: maybe sold out. Ticketed people entering the stadium. I'll bet. I'll take that bet.
1: He said he wasn't a betting man. He doesn't even know how to make this bet. <laughs> he just knows mean, he's going to put money on it. I'm talking
2: about the, a number of tickets actually scanned where people go inside. Not how many. Okay, how many are not, sold? Not when we sit in the shot and they tell me 14,000 people. <laughs> what's that a <laughs> What?
4: So what's you mean you, you mean those numbers are thousand? skewed? 106. No, I what, want what? everybody capacity. Okay, so what is capacity? One hundred six, seven, eight, three. Whatever. We'll figure I think that it out. dropped down okay. to like 104. Yeah, they, they did cut it down. Whatever we determine that number. I is. need you guys that's, out there listening <laughs> That's next To week. understand, you can't cost me a salad. You understand?
1: <laughs> yeah, Go. I think Nicole will cover it for you. Let's stop talking about Oregon because there's a yes. game on Thursday night. <laughs> it is prediction. I, I thought
4: we were supposed to overlook your first opponent for the second opponent. No,
1: you're actually not supposed to do that. Not
4: you're when they're returning 16 starters
3: or something like sitting,
1: that. You were sitting right by me at the press conference. They're they
3: rowing the boat up there. They're ready to, for this. You
1: have to go 1-0 every week. Oh, you don't get it. to – What about week zero? Do you still have to go 1-0? and Well, not if you're Nebraska. I mean, you can go whatever you want. Nebraska
2: returned a lot of starters too. How'd that turn out for them?
1: Really great. <clears laughs> Ohio State, Minnesota, Jay Z. I think you're ready. These two are distracted. They don't even. Forty-five to ten. The
3: Woo! Go Bucks! Right
1: there. Okay. I'm gonna go forty-nine. 49-17. Uh, forty-nine, seventeen. We'll see if it's I'm the same go on Tuesday night. Ten's <laughs> we'll a good number. That extra touchdown bro- might get you. Prediction is berm. Gambling man over here. Gambling man. He's, he's doing the he math. All he knows is 14, 14 is a great number, and you got to take it. I guess we'll find out who he's going to take here, huh? It. Yeah. Do something with that 14. 52 to 21.
3: Oh. Ooh. 14.
1: Wow. Minnesota. Get him go. Go. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Ohio State, 52 to 21. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yes. 21. 49 to 14. Okay. Okay. Big win for Ohio State to start the season. Can't wait. Thursday night, Letterman Rowe will be there. Who before. has the most Never. rushing
4: yards? Who cares? I mean, we, let's make this interesting. <clears throat> I State's team. You're,
1: you're not hosting this show. We're talking about salads, folks. Why don't you save that for the bold predictions later in the week, okay? Oh, man. We have other content that we have to take <laughs> care <laughs> of. can't
3: use it all here. Like,
1: <laughs> do we have Bob he has, head in for a bold predictions this. every once in a while? <laughs> he's very busy. <laughs> he's just got himself a new media contract, we and he's writing. That. He's trying to take my job Hell down snap. the road. Oh, snap. Not a
2: wordsmith at all. My editor does a lot of work. It's a great (laughs) great opportunity for her. That's why I told her.
1: Get reps. It's a great opportunity for you. Get get some work. (laughs) Uh, Very excited. Most of us are for Thursday night, Ohio State at Minnesota. The season is kicking off. Appreciate Nicole Cox and Roosters for having us out here for another fun, casual conversation. Jay-Z, Bob Berm, I am Austin Ward. Enjoy the game this week, folks. Stay with us for full coverage of Ohio State all year, Thursday night included, as the season kicks off.